This is Monday afternoon. You're listening to The Master on Hokanui with Andy Muir as we catch up with Bruce Seed farming at Kelso in the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. As we do this weekly, thanks to Sergeant Dan's stock feeds right here in Gore. Bruce, how's things? Uh, pretty good, thanks, Andy. Very good. You'll be looking pretty flush of tucker at the moment, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's out of control, all right, quite literally. I mean, I've lost count of how much we've got shut up for silage and... We just done another 170 bales of bailage yesterday, so 300 bales in the bank already, and that's without even trying. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it just keeps giving and giving, so we'll take it because who knows when it may stop. And that's the thing. Uh, everyone's saying the same thing. Like, every November's different, obviously. We've talked about that quite a bit. But just the season we've had, I mean, did you guys get a storm there yesterday? The likes, like, we got nothing in Gore, but hearing likes of Northern Southland got hammered by another electrical storm, um, I think it's happening next couple of days still. So we're not through this yet. No, it's, uh, I do love myself a good old thunder and lightning storm, as long as I haven't got grass on the ground or crop to get in or young grass to sow in. But, uh, no, we didn't. I think we just got enough to wet the concrete, literally, um, overnight. It was looking like we were going to get a bit of a pasting, but nothing came of it. Eight odd mills down Waikaka, which is not very far away at all. And yeah, as you say, the northern Southland, um, I've seen some video of thunder and lightning and hail and all that over there late yesterday afternoon. But it's this time of year, that's yep. when it happens. And uh, you could get absolutely thrashed and a kilometre down the road, not get a drop of rain. So, yeah, it's it's just the luck of the draw. And, you know, when they're forecasting them, they're actually forecasting thunder and lightning storms, you're, gonna, you're actually going to get them. So, uh, yeah. I think the worst I've seen, it was once upon a time in December, we were drafting up lambs, and I counted four different lots of thunder going on around us. It was crazy. Yeah, no, I remember probably four or five years ago, we had a, it would be the most, rain I've ever seen for in a short time and we were milking you couldn't hear the milking machines or anything because of the rain on the roof but the drain couldn't fill it and our cow shed the pit in our cow shed's four blocks high and the water started coming back up the drain and there was there was that much water there was only one block left showing at the top of the pit we had to abandon ship and uh, just wait for it all to run back out to the pond it was uh, I've never seen rain like it. You'll be happy with the milk flow at the moment? Yeah, no, the cows are milking well. We're heard testing tonight, actually, and tomorrow morning, so that'll give us a firm number. But um, they're on as good a grass as we've ever seen at this time of year, and plenty of it. And uh, the weather's good. The sun's out. They're cycling well. Uh, mating's going pretty good. We've just gone four weeks, I think, or was it close enough to? So, um, yeah, the proofs in the pudding, I suppose, at scanning. So, But they can't uh, get in calf if they're not cycling. So uh, very happy with how they're going so far. Uh, submissions closed Friday night getting into government regarding changes to farming through not through Hawaka Rekanoa etc and proposed changes they want to bring into farming um, do you manage to get a submission in? Yeah I put a short one in it pretty much said it, the whole lot's BS and uh, what you're going to do to rural communities is just unwarranted and uh, that was pretty much the guts of it really I mean there's pages and pages of it if you did want to get into the technical parts, but that's all over my head, I must admit. But just on face value, what it's going to do to rural communities, small towns, schools, rugby clubs, pubs, and everything else that goes with the small community, rural community, it's just, uh, Andrew Hoggard's right when he said it's just going to gut them, it's going to, it is just going to take the guts out of them if they do what they want to do. It does come across as nothing more than virtue signalling to the world, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, 
the hypocrisy, hypocrisy is, is off the charts. I mean, when you get Damien O'Connor putting a photo up of himself in a pine plantation of all places, riding a fossil fueled motorbike, saying he's just come back from flying overseas to an APEC meeting, he's in his happy place. I mean, the guy is, is I don't even know what I can say on the radio about the guy, but, you know, he's so blind to it. He believes his own bullshit, as far as I'm concerned. So uh, that's probably the most frustrating thing. He's the elected member of parliament. Certainly, I didn't vote for the bug, and I don't know many who did. But he's meant to be there for farmers, and he has not once stood up for farmers. And the whole time he's been office, he just toes the party line, and you could scream at him till you're blue in the face, and he'd still tell you his way was the best way. So they're offside with all farmers. They're never going to get back onside, and um, you know what they're doing in the meantime is is just brutal. It's just going to destroy the country. What was the meme was seen from over that way from where he's um, MP, the ghost of the coast? Yeah, well, that'd be right. He's the ghost. Of, well, he, when was the last time he was in Southland? I mean, if a guy had any balls, he'd come to Southland and have a public meeting to explain what they're trying to do, try and justify it, even though there's no justification for it, in my opinion. But he won't come because he knows he's not welcome. But, I mean, that's part of your job. You're not going to please everyone. It's just the fact that he's annoyed... <laughs> 99.7% of the population south of Christchurch. I mean, you know, he's just, he's gutless in my opinion. Yeah, but David Parker's the same. I mean, like them or not, at least if these individuals fronted up and actually came to the provinces and explained their rationale, there may be just a little bit of respect for them. Not saying you've got to like what they're doing, but they've just not actually got the balls to come down here and do that. Oh, exactly right. I mean... If they came down here had a public meeting, they'd pack out Stadium South and 10 times over. Everyone else, everyone would go to it, tell them he's a tosser and feel like they'd, they'd got their point across, you know, they've let some steam off. Those fellas go back to Wellington, it's water off a duck's back as if it hadn't even happened, yep. they'll carry on their merry way. And that's probably the thing that frustrates everyone the most. Just finally, Bruce, um, All Blacks, we got the draw with England, a game we should have won, arguably. Uh, what did you make it? What do you rate the All Blacks season out of 10? All black season out of ten. When you look at it on paper, you know I seen somebody put down the stats that won the rugby championship, retained the bleeders low. They won some other cup and another something else because they played somebody. Um, it sounds like government spin. It does, but I mean they uh, the trophies for one-off games between England and them. I think they retained it, whatever it was called, even yeah. though it was a draw. Yeah. But I don't know. You'd give them a five personally. I mean, I suppose. New Zealand psyche, all black rugby, you're meant to go out there and win every match. And it wasn't that long ago they were on a streak of, was it 26 games or something in a row they'd yep. won? Yeah. Um, they'd be lucky if they could put six games in a row now, I think. And I personally think they've cheapened the, the all black jersey. I mean, you can play two good games in super rugby and you're in the all blacks by the look of it nowadays. Um, remember, that I know it's going back bloody 30 or 40 years when... Bitsy and all those boys used to play and you never came off until you're injured and, and there's been many a good player had to sit sit on the bench, you know, because a better player was in that position. He played 80 minutes and it's a totally different game now and um, good, bad or otherwise. Yeah, I, I'll admit I didn't get up to watch it because, of, well, I was milking anyway, but I was keeping an eye on it on uh, social. But to blow that sort of lead, you know, heaven forbid the the Palms kicked the conversion there and won that, that'd have been the biggest choke in all black history, I think. I mean, it'd be right up there with Wales getting beaten by Georgia.
We ride up there with the All Blacks losing a 99 in the front. They did as well. But, uh, oh, well, we got the summer to look back on it and ponder the World Cup year. Bruce, thanks for your time as always, mate. No worries. We'll see you later. Bruce Eid there. Farming at Kelso and the Sergeant Dan Farmer Roundup. Thanks to Sergeant Dan Stockfeed here in Gore. Up next, Eric Croy, These Days Southland Farmer in the Political Roundup. Could I